Yours truly is a podcast that I originally attempt to be letters from me to, you know, fellow black girls giving inspiration. And then it just became out me ranting and, you know, reflecting because I'm very talkative and I wanted to have a platform where I share the conversations that I have with myself throughout the day. And that's how yours truly became. And this is why we're back for season two. Hey you guys, welcome back to season 2 of Yours Truly, it's your girl E, I know y'all like your voices hella deep, I just woke up and I have already recorded this episode three times and I'm not, I always said I was not doing it again but I end up doing it again because it's just like small things that bugged me and I really, you know, you don't realize these things or you don't capture these things until the episode is over. So I'm here for the fourth time and I think the message is completely different than what I originally originally wanted it to be. So um so we're gonna start off with I'm gonna give you guys like a song to play throughout the week. Um or throughout to the next episode. I feel like it fits very well. The song I'm suggesting is School in Life by Beyonce. It is on the self-titled album. Oh, no, 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 no. Back up. Run that back. I am clearly out of whack. It is on the 4 album. And I believe it's like an exclusive or however it go. But, girl, it's on Tumblr somewhere if you really need to go find it. But I suggest School in Life. She even has the video of her performance on um, YouTube. So, that's the song that I'm suggested for the week and i you know i re-vlog stuff on tumblr i'm hella active on tumblr i don't care how shitty tumblr gets for me it's like my my safe place because literally only one person i know uses oh no all of my friends use tumblr but these are all of my friends that i that i trust and like the spiritual community of tumblr is hella better than instagram and twitter so it it works for me and um i found this um quote on tumblr ah shoot i ain't trying to have my mouse clicks up here but y'all can ignore that so um the statement that i would like to suggest is work on yourself for yourself by yourself kind of like what i'm going through right now um last time i spoke to you guys I was speaking on, you know, my road to 27 and how, like, 27 is a nine number and it comes with nine energy. And it's, like, it's the last year really between my, before the energy of my Saturn return, which starts in February 2020. As much as I say I'm not looking forward to it, I can't do nothing about it but, like, you know, go through it. It's not nothing I can really do about it unless I magically exit the game. So, um, yeah, uh, welcome back after the hot girl summer my hot girl summer was really you know cold i don't i don't do heat and i really wasn't into the shenanigans as much as i would be my mother was speaking to my my mother was speaking to my aunt and my stepfather my mother was speaking to my aunt and she was saying you know your niece been very depressed and i'm like well where, where the hell you get that i'm depressed from and she said you don't do your hair and then it, like, hit me. My nieces said the same thing. It was like, Auntie, your nails and your toes aren't done. And you told us that we got to keep three things done. Our hair, our nails, and our toes. 
and I'm like, well, damn, I didn't really think people see me, you know, I like to walk around, pretend I'm invisible, for some reason, everyone noticed me, and I just be like, I, I didn't ask for any of this, to be honest, so, moving forward, um, I was just like, okay, well, maybe I am a little bit depressed, maybe I do got some things going on that I need to talk about, but I haven't been to therapy since April, and I'm like, you know, you go through so much in such a time span, you go back to therapy for a 45 minute session, and you just be like, sis, I can tell you what I've been through, but these 45 minutes ain't going to be it. And I'm not trying to come back next week talking about the same shit. And I realized one of the things I need to do is go back to therapy because I need to talk to an unbiased party. Because it's easy to talk to your friends because they all going to root for you. They are going to take your side. You do have your friends that's, you know, going to call you out your wrong, but they still somewhat are supportive of you and your emotions. I just need an unbiased party because I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. And, um, I was just like, today when I woke up, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna record this episode. I'm gonna go to the hair store, figure out what I'm gonna do to my hair and probably go get me some press on. So y'all know I, I keep the press on, but you'll never know. And, um, yeah, that was gonna be my day. And then when I sat down to do this podcast, I was just like, yeah, that's not the plan. And then you're like, okay, but you just said, yeah, you can change your mind at any moment. And I realized that like. I got some things I need to handle in the house. And I know once I take my antidepressant, I probably get some more energy. But right now, I really don't have the energy to do I, I don't desire to do them things. <sighs> yeah, and that's pretty much where I'm at with things. Um, I left a little bit before my birthday, so let me give you a glimpse of my birthday. It was a great trip. Not worth them coins I spent, but it was a great trip trip i seen a baby bear i was kid too i was loved on as you figure for some reason you know i'm always one of those people that like i want all my friends to be friends so that when we have like social gatherings it won't be like that awkward like eek ike oh yikes none of that so i decided to combine all my friend groups and that was just like an epic fail and it had its repercussions and i'm just like all right, that was the lesson, and I know not to do none of that again. And I'm someone who take my birthday very seriously because of my trauma, childhood traumas. And I realized that, you know, you can't take everybody with you. You, you really can't. You just got to gotta do your hood rat shit with your hood rat friends and your bougie friends. You just got to get, you know, dolled up and go do bougie shit. Keep the motherfuckers separate. And then, like, if anybody in your circle, first of all, you find anyone in your circle, like, shaky or you, you can't really trust them, just go ahead and just, like, let the assets go. I'm telling you from experience, if you have a friendship that is really overdue and you know, like, this shit has ran its course, please just go ahead and let it go. And I know a lot of people don't like conflict. They don't like, you know, you know, intense situations. But sometimes we just have to push through that because... It's necessary. So after I came back from my um, birthday trip, I had a divination them. I got to be Oshun. I highly recommend her. She's on Instagram at G-O-T-2, the letter B, Oshun, O-S-H-U-N. And she gave me my divination. And I got my uh, Odoo. uh, um, Shit, I got my Odoo. And I found out you know, my guardian, Arisha's, and I found out my, I guess you call Yerba Arisha name, 
and there was like a a disappointment but then it was like oh it makes sense now because even though it was like yeah you're a child of Oya and I was like I ain't no child of Oya you heard the shit that Oya did I ain't no child of Oya but then when it came out that I actually am a child of Oya I was like oh mm. all right how do we navigate this and I was like okay if I'm going to be a child of Oya because Oya is like the most is the least record not least recognized but to in the spiritual pop culture nobody you know wants to be a child of Oya for some reason it just seems like I can't find anybody every child of Oya that I found on social media has pretty much been like they're they're similar you can see the similarities but they're all different some type of way which is kind of like what it is to be a child of Oya but like the the mainstream spirituality love them from Osho and Yamaya even though they're the three trinities, like, mm, you just, you can't separate one without, they all, it depends on how you look, look at it, you know, you could look at it as Jimmy, you the mother, and they're the daughters, or you could look at them being sisters, whatever your spiritual practices are, that's how, you know, you view them, so me coming out to be a child of Oya, and a child of, you know, having to have Shango as part as one of my god wishes is just, it's, I want to say it's liberating because when I be ready to fly off the fucking handle, I just be like, all right, quite, it's not even that fucking deep. But then at the same time, it's like, it is that fucking deep because it's just who I am. I always want to be the, you know, I always like to spare people feelings because I know people buttons to push and I never want to be responsible for afflicting trauma on, onto someone. So, I govern myself according to make sure that like I don't push any unnecessary buttons or I don't do anything out of spite of an ego. I understand how like the ego works and you know I'm, I'm often criticized about having a big inflated ego and my ego comes out when I need to be protected. That's when my ego when I don't feel like I'm in a safe space that is when my ego shows up. Because my only goal is to get the fuck out of whatever space you have put me in. I only, you know, I don't have much, I don't run into my ego much with my friends because I drew my, I, I view my friends as family. It's no need to be, you know, all chest poked all out around family for what? You're supposed to be safe, loved, and protected. So, um, I was at the, after my divination, you know, I started reading books and, you know, doing some eternal work and I realized that I've grown in so many aspects and that growth was tested when I was put into situations where I would normally, you know, I would engage and flip out and just do the absolute and incredible most. And, you know, usually when I don't, when I choose not to be involved with somebody, there's usually no conversation on why this is no longer happening. It's usually just me ghosting. That was me growing up. I used to just, you know, fuck it. I don't like this. Or if you made me feel a type of way, if you made me feel a type of way, I won't even tell you that you made me feel a type of way. I'll just know that in my head. And then every social interaction after that would never happen. You can text me, call me, and I'll just sit there like the phone ring. I'll never give you any type of, you know, conversation or anything. But I felt that, like, you know, to get my point across, I had to have a conversation. And I had the conversation. And, you know, when you're maintaining your boundaries for some reason you will always be the bad guy because people resist change or they resist the fact that you are no longer the character they created in your story and that is okay I don't believe that anybody who doesn't see you beyond the 
first interaction or first first impression, you don't need them around anyway because if you're someone that's constantly growing and you know you move with life and you're okay with change, you're always changing. You're always introducing new ways of being you. And for no reason, that's a wrong thing. There's nothing wrong with that. You're just growing. Like, we came here to learn stuff. I'm not trying to be, you know, 27 doing the same things I was doing at 23 or 27 doing the same things I was doing at eight. The only thing I probably would keep consistently doing out of my life that came from my childhood is playing Sims. That's the probably the only thing that I would continue doing. But outside of that, I'm like growing and changing and becoming like a more open to life. I'm not saying open to like love, like and all that other stuff. I'm more open to life because when you open yourself up to life, you open yourself up to the good and the bad. Everybody wants to be loving like but nobody wants to do the like the dirty work. And that's one thing about being a child of Oya that I had to really accept is that Oya come in and she'll do what people won't do. Like, you know, Oshun is sweet. She's irresistible. Yemiya, she's all about peace and harmony. And she wants everyone to be nurtured in love. And Yemiya's like, okay, what's needed here is transformation and rebirth. So all this has to die. And if I have to be the bad guy for all this to die, but this is what's right. She's really strong. She stands by justice. And I've always been a right. I don't give a fuck what the situation is, who it is, right is right or wrong is wrong. And you were like, okay, but a few episodes you said there's no such thing as right is wrong. Correct? There's no thing. Right is, you know, right is a direction, wrong is an opinion. So based on my opinion, that only matters to me. If I feel like you're wrong, you're wrong. And I really just like, you know, I'm, I want to say I'm fair in those situations, but it takes a lot for me to say you're wrong because whatever decision you make is based on is based on your yourself at that time. And that's why I don't accept apologies because it's just like whatever you did in that moment you felt was the best decision. So I need for you to keep that same energy. I need for you to, you know, be accountable and accept the fact that you did this and it made me feel a way. And for, because I felt that type of way, I choose not to engage with you anymore. That's what I need from you. So, um, after dead in a couple of friendships and like removing a couple of niggas from my life, you know, the bag got lighter and, you know, with loss there's grief. And I, you know, there's no real Google article on how to grieve a friendship. And I tried to like, you know, I was like, okay, well maybe everybody was just like, you know, you it was kind of harsh and, she misses you and all this other shit. And I was just like, okay, all right. I'll give it a chance. And I gave it a chance. And, like, my intuition was like, you know you have no business doing here. Why are you here? Ho, why is you here? Get your shit together. Go ahead and be honest. Tell you like, yeah, this ain't what I wanted. And, you know, go back to whatever your life looked like. And that's exactly what the hell I did. And that was pretty much my summer. I barely, I worked. I was at work physically. I clocked in for 40 hours. Mentally, I wasn't there. I just, you know, I realized that I played a character in so many stories that did not fit me at the time. Or doesn't fit me at all. And I decided to make a decision to move on. So, that's what I did. Like, you know, I love books. I've always been a great reader. I was thinking about starting a book club in my library. But it was just like... I don't even know what people read these days. So I can't read another urban fiction. I read urban fiction as a child because it was one of those things that you were supposed to read. But now I cringe at the writing because it's just like, 
how many drug dealers and and strippers are we going to meet? And my job by black authors, but they only buy black urban fiction. And I'm just like, not all black people write urban fiction. There's like, I wrote out an entire list of like authors that they can purchase. And they was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We give y'all niggas what y'all want. I'm like, okay, cool. Now you fucking playing with me. So I have made a decision to go to grad school because I'm the, I'm determined to become the director of even the, the youth services or collections because what's not about to happen is we're not about to continue to whitewash in this time, no ma'am, not happening, especially when I know I can do it, no ma'am. So I made that like a personal goal in mind and I'm going through the process of, you know, starting grad school and all that other stuff, you know, normal adults and stuff. So it was just like, okay, this is going to be my career. What is going to be my, you know, what is going to be my, my free time, my, you know, my, my hobby. I believe in having a hobby because all work and no play makes you a fucking serial killer. And I'm not saying that like, you know, you're really killing people, but you really be on edge and like stressed out because you have no release. So it's like, what do I do for fun that actually makes me happy besides playing Sims? Cause I know y'all like, girl, you all you do is play Sims. Granted, but I talk, I get tired of sitting at the fucking computer, watch my Sims do the most stupid wild shit. I just be like, bruh, you did the shit yesterday. You gonna do it again today? Anyways. So yeah, I was just like, cool. I want to start my little spiritual shop. Boom. Mic drop. And then, I was just like, oh, no, I can't do a spiritual shop because I don't like social media. And I was telling my friend that, like, I don't know how I'm going to market myself on social media because I'm not, I'm really a human. Like, I don't consider the Internet real. Yeah, a paycheck may come from it. You might meet new people. But I've experienced the negativity that also comes with the Internet. And I'm just, I'm just too human to go through them things. I'm too human to, like, give myself to a thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand random-ass people. I can't, I cannot expose myself to that. So I'm trying to figure out a way to, you know, to market my shop or my, you know, my products without, you know, giving too much of myself because... I've watched with some of the brands that I respected, some of the people I respected, that people feel entitled to a certain amount of sharing. People feel entitled to your really private life. I'm not, I'm not that. I feel like I'm borderline. Like if I, if I could control my emotions when I'm like, like when I'm inflaming, I feel like, um, I'm kind of like close to being Beyonce with you. I don't, I don't really want to share anything with you niggas. Oh, like, I don't want to give too many details. Like, I saw there was some slander about, like, girls who post that man with that emoji over their head and or emoji blocking their face or anything or giving off half a face. Um, I honestly, I feel like as someone who practice um, hoodoo and, you know, who's exposed to spirituality for the protection of my bay neck, because, you know, bitches hate it when you're, when you're happy in love. So for the protection of my man neck, you damn right you only get in his fucking chin, his arm, all this other shit. It may be his toenail, cause you know he gotta have nice feet. You might get a glimpse of all that other shit, but you're not getting his face. I'm never gonna tag him, and I would prefer if he would never post me because you know bitches. As someone who's a, refer- I'm back, almost died. I don't know what that was about, but okay. As someone who's like a reformed crazy bitch, my lurking is really real. And I know if I can lurk and find something, somebody else can do the fat same thing. 
So I feel like um, there was a statement that, like, you know, girls who post like that is, like, hiding the boy because that's somebody else's boyfriend. Granted, that shit do be happening, but that's not the it's just protecting the energy of your loved one. Like, I would never put my damn child on social media. I don't give a fuck. They could be fucking 16 and you still going to be getting elbow shots. I don't. I don't trust the internet like that. People are really fucking creepy. I've observed my friends or people that I know go through really weird ass, like, life-threatening situations for the sake of the internet. I can't, I can't expose myself to that. So I was just trying to figure out what do I want to do. I do, I'm very good at candle magic. I'm not one of those people, and I'm never going to be one of those spiritual people like, oh yeah, I'm good at everything. What you want? You want tarot cards? You want numerology? You want astrology? Um, I know astrology up until the, point that my chart is fully covered don't ask me shit else about it i just know my chart and what applies to me and what transits affect me and what does what for me but i'm not that girl from astrology i'm a certified numerologist if you want a numerology numerology report i can do that for you i can do a numerology reading for you if you want like an intuitive reading i'm not that girl i can do it but i'm not that girl and the same thing with like tarot readings i'm good with oracle decks Tarot, I know it because numerology and astrology plays into it, but I would never be like, yeah, book a tarot read on me. I would do spiritual spiritual consulting. Yeah. That's spiritual consulting? Yes. Spiritual consulting for people. Like for me, when I open my shop, my goal is to like have candles and have like little uh, juju bags or grease or mojo bags. And, you know, those be for selling for purchases and like, you know, the candles are for like, if you feel you need this, then the candles is for that. And you purchase one. If you feel like you need anything above that, like a jar spell or actual spell or like directions or like if we have a consultation and, you know, we figured out what's blocking you, what's hindering you and you might need a particular spell or you might do some type of work for that. Then that would be a more expensive cost, but that only comes with a consultation. I'm not about to be sitting here because you can buy a candle for such and such. And then when a candle burns and it's like, you know, the candle, God forbid, cracks or some shit. We have to figure out what entity is keeping, what's keeping you from removing that energy. So that's my spiritual, that's my hobby goal because I, I thoroughly enjoy spiritual work because it keeps me learning and, you know, engaging with my also wonderful collection of books that I buy and I don't read for like six years. So, um, there were some words that I wrote down when I was doing my, uh, music meditation that I wanted to discuss. And, um, I was listening to bigger by Beyonce because by the time y'all hear this, it will still be prior to 10 PM or if this was heard on Tuesday. Then Beyonce, you know, documented already came out. And that was like a super major flex because Beyonce did not win her Emmys for Homecoming. So she was just like, well, yeah, let me drop another documentary on your head to show you that I don't give a fuck about your awards. And that's, you know, sometimes you really just got to work for you, work on yourself, by yourself, for yourself. You know, Beyonce does what she does because she loves it and she's, you know, it makes her happy. The fact is she don't never get no fucking awards. Well, she don't care. She set the standard. Beyonce is going to forever be a legend because of what she's done. Right now, Beyonce just wanted to sing a fucking KFC sandwich commercial for the rest of her goddamn life. She can do that. Because she don't care. I feel like, you know, if you if you got into this point in your life where you have literally did everything for everybody and, like, 
the most you've you've gotten is a fuck you. I feel like at this point, you can do exactly what you want to do. This is a complete clean, a complete clean slate. And um, um, <clears throat> y'all, I'm I'm really over here struggling, cause my throat is like super dry. And one of the things that I'm navigating right now is like. After the whole situation with my birthday and like removing people from my life, I'm extremely paranoid because of how the situation opened itself and like finding out, oh, it is trash day. After finding out how like people, you know, seeing how people really are when they're hurt, I'm extremely paranoid. Like I take everything for someone who's never taken anything personal. I take everything personal at this point. Like if I send you a text, and you text back, like, something really vague. I'm like, oh, my God, they hate me. They hate me. Oh, my God, what did I do? And it's not like, oh, my God, what did I do? I got to fix it. I just be like, oh, my God, they hate me. What did I do? And I just be like, okay, let me just go ahead and go somewhere. If they hate me, they don't want to talk to me. I'm going to keep it moving. So, um, uh, yeah, that's one thing I'm navigating. Paranoia. And then, you know, some days I just want to sit down and, like, reflect and in the way my life has literally piled on top of each other I really have like no days off like even right now I can go and get my hair and nails done and all that other stuff but I have like a ton of things to do around the house I have like adult stuff to do and it's like I don't get any days off and I'm really trying to like keep it moving for the simple fact that like you know I, if I stop, I know I'm I'm just going to stop it's, it's not even going to be like okay this is a starter date when I stop I'm going to stop and that it's going to be the end of that. And then I will stop growing. <laughs> and one thing about my growth that I find funny is that the simple fact my growth really doesn't show up until I'm in situations where I was in in the past and I chose a totally different option. Like the situation I went through this summer, if this would have happened my freshman year of college, I'd have been like sending my girls to go fuck, you know, dudes who happen to be boyfriends of bitches that I don't like. Because you fucking played with me. And now, no, you got to feel it. And I was telling my mom, you know, what I, you know, when I was just heated in the moment, I was just rambling. I was telling my mom and my mom was like, oh, shit. You're really like, for you to be so sweet, you really would take it there. I will. I really will. So, um. My growth is something that I just, you know, been able to reflect on. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing what needs to be done. For the sake of my sanity, I am doing what needs to be done. I will honestly not answer phone calls if I don't fucking feel like it. I text back when I want to. And it's mainly because I get tired of feeling sad. I compare myself to so many people, like, and that's one reason why I really can't be on social media because I compare myself to so many people, and then I just ask my misery because I just be like, bro, what the fuck is this happening in my life? Like, why am I in this particular moment at this particular time when I could clearly be somewhere else? And who said that, you know, wherever somebody else is at, they're having the time of their fucking life? Yeah, I mean, that's the reality of it. But when you're looking at somebody living their fucking best life and you're miserable, you'll just be like, okay, but what about me? Why can't I? And i just been navigating that. So comparison and paranoia has been a theme over the last two weeks. And I said I was going to shuffle some cards and pull out some cards for this episode because I didn't get to do it. Um... 
I didn't get to do it for uh, the last three times I recorded. So I feel like if I just go ahead and do what I need to do with these cards, then I can just go ahead and end the episode. If you do want to contact me, you'll get in contact with me. I am not on social media, but you can email me at VenusiaHoney at gmail.com. V-E... The hell? V-E... All right, whatever. So, you can email me at V-E-N-U-S-I-A-N-H-O-N-E-Y at gmail.com, Venusia Honey. And we could chop it up, chop, you know, talk about it, whatever. If you just want to be trolling and do whatever, you can do that too. Right in the trash, you'll go. So, I'm a shuffle. And um, let's see what we hitting on for the next two weeks because I plan on releasing this bi-weekly. So, um, yeah, let's see. Um, first card out the gate. Perception. All right. And that is the chakra card. I have the chakra and wisdom oracle deck. Perception is the heart chakra. Uh, let's see what they say here. Um... Emerald Stone. Emerald offers a regal ability to see things differently and a chance of embracing transformation. Wow. Oh, yeah, I really be over with everywhere, but oh well. Um, shit. There's an ability to attract wealth here if you have an open, open heart. You know, when we speak about wealth, I realize that when you go into something with the, the sole intention to make money, you're more than likely to be struggling financially because your only attention was to make money. And I had to make that clear when I started, like, writing down my recipes for my candles and, like, figuring out the labels I wanted that my attention was not only to make money but to get people to choose to heal. That's my really my only goal. And if anything else comes out of that, then cool. That's whatever. But, you know, my goal is to only provide people with the tools. I'm not really here to collect wealth. My only my idea's wealth is being comfortable enough to where I'm not financially stressing. Like bills to do here, pay that. My child wants something here, get that. Uh, you know, potential setback, cutback hours, it's cool. I'm not dying, you know, I'm not struggling. Uh husband leave, cool, I got money. Um, you know, shop not doing too well, all right, bet. Parents, you know, front parents health fell in i need to take off work take off of work cool i got money like things money or resources that have me in a position that i don't have to unnecessarily struggle if that makes sense so that was one thing that i definitely had to set the intention on and wealth comes in like so many things other than money we live in a capitalism a capitalistic uh society where like Everything, even though, you know, money is energy, money is exchange for energy, but everything is like it costs to legit live and not become exhausting. But that's not the only wealth you can have. Like, I feel like the less money I've had, the happier I've been. But, you know, I'm growing. I got things. I got needs. I need to do shit. And that's that. So we're going to close out this episode. I think I want to pull another card. Um, 
Let's see. I did speak of water. I don't remember thinking about speaking of water. But I did not know. Oh, yeah, I was a, you know, she comes from a river. I did not know that. But now that I do, it's lit. All right, let's pull a second card. Wow. Isolation. And blue is what chakra? I know somebody yelling at me right now. Like, bitch, it's the blinky, blink, blink, blink chakra. I, girl, I don't know. I'm asking you. Um... Let's see. Uh, the throat. All right. Are we shutting the fuck up? Is that what we're doing? Let's see. Um. Oh, wow. Do not write, wait for the right time to live your life. You are on the verge of something big. But if you do not participate, participate, it could pass you by. Um. I don't know what the fuck you talking about, sis. Um. Maybe that resonated for somebody out there to live your best life. Don't be going back and forth with these niggas and, you know, waiting for the right. I feel like there's no right time. Oh, well, maybe that was for me. I feel like there's no right time for these things. Um, I just, I just been trying to, um, you know, I like for things to be perfect. And I'm, gosh, this is, why wait? I do have like a ton of Venusian honey designs just sitting and waiting and, I probably released that sometime. By the time this next episode is out, VenusiaHoney.com will be back up and running. So you could purchase all the things you need to purchase and some new designs. And I might put my first candle up there. Um, Yeah. And that is the end of this episode. So, yours truly, E.